0: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
1: This podcaster named Sean Allen. ASAP, another Sean Allen podcast.
0: ASAP, another uh, Sean Allen podcast.
2: ASAP, formerly known as Another Sean Allen Podcast. Now known as Alexis and Sean Allen podcast. Subscribe, follow wherever you listen to podcasts. Apple listeners, please write a review, rate five stars. My co-host, my sister, drum roll. Alexis.
1: Hey
2: <laughs> did that sound like a drum roll?
1: <laughs> well, I have my notes in my left hand, so it was only my it was it was in a drum roll, it was a drum tap.
2: You know what? I'm gonna add a drum roll to the edit. Okay, so we go sound official. We go sound official, but we gotta. We kind of got a uh, a heavy show planned. So you know, let's start off with some fun. Let's just hop right into it. Icebreakers for the people who don't know you, and for the people who do know you. This or that, either or. Five questions, ten choices. You can only pick five. You ready, Alexis? hate this part of this show but go ahead <laughs> look at, we didn't even do a briefing or one we just hopping right in like i'm sliding right in no warm-up no foreplay no, no nothing like jesus
1: christ <laughs> this is so raw just hop right in
2: <laughs> puerto rico or dominican republic
1: puerto rico
2: why puerto rico
1: <laughs> because my parents you know i'm going from home <laughs>
2: Wait, say Puerto Rico and roll the R like they do.
1: Puerto Rico.
2: Puerto, Puerto Rico. <laughs> natural natural body or BBL.
1: You asked me this before. Um Oh God. I just did the UM.
2: You fuck you fucked it up when I asked you, so I'm asking you again.
1: You always call me a fuck up. You called me a fuck up on your last episode on December sixth. <laughs>
2: You do, you did mess up. And guess what? But we're Shawn, not even get into that. FYI, natural body or it's on track. Miss
1: fuck up. Miss fuck up. Um,
2: natural body or BBL?
1: The last time I said BBL, I guess natural body this time.
2: <laughs> you, you know what? I'm not even about to dive into that. Pharrell or Timberland? For real? Why Pharrell?
1: Cause he's unique. His style, his hair, Pharrell Lensisla Williams, right? That's his name?
2: Pharrell Williams, yeah. (laughs) Who do you think i pick, Pharrell or Timberland?
1: Those are both your favorite. You post Timberland a lot, so I would think Timberland.
2: Mm. I I like them both for different reasons. Timberland is more innovative than Pharrell, but Pharrell is more consistent than Timberland.
1: Okay, I, I can see that. that. That's
2: perfect. Uh, explain that. Per- but this is about you. Okay, traveling or shopping?
1: Damn. Traveling.
2: Wow. So this, this has to be like a mature thing, an age thing, because any other girl would say shopping, right? Now,
1: I've never been like, I like shopping, but honestly, I've never been like that like I've never I don't know the traveling yeah mm-mm, the traveling what
2: what's the coolest place you ever been to
1: in regards to what traveling yeah well I used to live in the Philippines
2: oh wow see I didn't know that I thought I knew everything about you when did you live in the Philippines
1: when I was younger my brother was actually born in the Philippines my dad oh, was wow, in the Philippines wow, that's Force. pretty cool mhm you lived in Force. manila
2: Clark Air Force Base. Wow, Alexis, I I never known I never known this.
1: Yeah, Clark Air Force. Base is, that,
2: is is that in Manila?
1: It was based on Luzon Island,
2: wow. west
1: of Angeles City. Yeah, Metro Manila, oh, yeah. northwest of Metro Manila, Manila. And,
2: and how long were you guys out there?
1: Well, it, what in the Air Force, you have to do, what, four six years? Whatever the time was for my dad. My, my brother was born out there.
2: And how old are you when this happened?
1: What, when the volcano erupted?
2: <laughs> no, Wait, a volcano erupted yeah, out there, too? Yeah, that's
1: what destroyed the um, Air Force base.
2: Uh, I did not know this. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And, and How long ago was this? Let
1: me look it up. Cause I remember, no, girl,
2: you don't rem- no, cause remember? No, because I remember
1: I was like four or five or six. No, the reason uh, why I remember because we had to evacuate and the reason why we had to evacuate because like the year, a year after something, it was scheduled to erupt. But I remember there was like something big going on TV in the middle of whatever was going on in TV, on TV, the volcano erupted. But I was already in America.
2: 1991. They, they, they could predict uh, volcano eruption.
1: Well, for that one, I guess they were keeping an eye on it since the Air Force Base was so on top of it. So that is the volcano that destroyed Clark Air Force Base. Mount. I did not know. See, Mount. this
2: is why I love ASAP, Alexis, and Sean Allen podcast because I, I come to work and I learn new shit. I did not know you lived in the Philippines. And I did not know, and I'm supposed to be an American history buff, <laughs> I did not know that a volcano eruption destroyed an air force base in the philippines i didn't know that
1: yeah it was june 1991 so what in sports wow. happens in june is that the olympics it's something major yeah, it's su-
2: summer olympics if we, i don't know if we had olympics in 1990 Nah, i don't know it was something to, but super anyway, let's go to the next season. one let's not spend too much time on the philippines because uh i don't want uh y'all and his people to come. <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> hey. But anyway, so like, okay, so and this is <laughs> this is the last one. Anti-abortion or pro-choice?
1: Actually, I'm both. I could really. Say, I know, you know you're gonna like, say pick so pick cheating. one or the other, but the reason why I'm both is because I feel it really depends on the circumstances. And not just saying, oh, if I was raped or not. It just really depends on the circumstances. Like, if you're wait, nine, wait. are you really going to have a baby at nine years old if you got raped or molested? Girls start their period at a young when, age.
2: So so you are saying that. The government, the state, the city. Oh, I see where you're you getting out at with this.
1: Cause you, I saw you argue yeah. with somebody on your Instagram. <laughs> well,
2: Yeah, you're supposed to be pro-choice, right? Isn't women supposed to be pro-choice? Yeah,
1: pro-choice. you like but anti abortion pro-choice. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, you're Catholic too, though, huh?
1: Well, they're my family. They're Catholic.
2: I was born and raised Catholic too. I actually taught catechism for like five years. Oh, okay. Fun fact. Okay. Fun fact, yeah, A-S-A-P, yeah. fun fact.
1: For our listeners.
2: <laughs> Shout out to St. Albert's, <laughs> Maria Regina, and that's the used to live Back in
1: 1990.
2: I'm, cat- I'm Catholic, so I don't know the ins and outs of it. I just know that I taught catechism. I mean my communion and confirmation. Mm-hmm. And people well, think I'm like a Bible part study. of the Illuminati. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's basically Bi- like study. a fancy name yeah. for Bible study. But you go through rituals and shit over the years. Um and you can't get married well, you know what that's not Let them get into think that I'm an illuminati <laughs> or the uh cuz i don't want to say nothing i don't want to say the wrong thing and then the catholic community is trying to get me canceled or pull up my cookies well my you know what
1: head. at the end of the day people he was just trying to tell you guys the life of man to know and love god
2: <laughs> right <laughs> are you who are you quoting right now
1: I don't know. Is that the Bible? No, is it? Was it?
2: <laughs> but anyway, so like trigger warning for anybody that's listening. So, Nick Cannon came out basically saying that his, you know, his son passed, rest in peace and so his son passed away from a brain tumor which was accelerated because of hydrocephalus. Is that correct? Did I say that yeah, correct? Yeah,
1: you did. I'm so proud of you. And my hands are working, so drum roll. <laughs>
2: Ow. But you, you know what, like, I was thinking when I was reading this, uh, and you know, you have a son, your, your son, Zohar, he's doing really well, he's extremely well. He's been progressing. Amazing, bright I kid, yeah. handsome kid. Thank you. But like, when you are going to the doctor, I and the doctor's doing the ultrasounds and checking up. How often do you go to the doctor, like, when you're pregnant, like, once a week or once a month or whatever? In the whatever? beginning, yeah. Walk this out for us.
1: Hydrocephalus is, um, it can be acquired in the brain from a brain tumor if we're referencing Nick Cannon. So, you can be born with it or it could be acquired from a brain tumor. And when Nick Cannon disclosed it on his show, he basically broke it down as the malignant cerebral tumors, which are cancerous. If I recall, that's what his son passed away from. So what Nick Cannon educated us about was infection of the brain or brain injury, basically can also cause hydrocephalus. And it may also develop as a part of the aging process and in my opinion, it's very heartbreaking because Nick Cannon's son's hydrocephalus condition was associated with a tumor. So survival and untreated hydrocephalus is very poor. Approximately like 50% of affected patients die before three years of age. And oh, wow. his son was five months. And wow, 80% yeah. die before reaching adulthood. Um... Treatment improves the outcome of hydrocephalus, but the ones that are not associated with tumors, if I, I think the percentage or the stats are like within 89% and 95% survival in two case studies. So that's pretty much what hydrocephalus is. And it occurs when fluid builds up in the skull and causes the brain to swell. So that's what the name means, water on the brain. So it's the brain damage that can occur as a result of the fluid buildup. This could lead to developmental, physical, and intellectual impairments. Yeah. So, do you want me to go on and on? Wow. Uh,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I got a lot of questions because mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, so, and I guess this is kind of touchy. Um, <laughs> what can I say? So when you're going like so to to what i was saying earlier before you went into the whole the Cannon thing when you're going to the doctor and getting the ultrasound don't, can't they tell you like hey your child may have or your child is going to have like how does that whole bit work
1: well with that because
2: because if you know okay, here's another thing i'm sorry for cutting you off like That's
1: okay. you like to talk okay That's let good. me ask this question first
2: <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask this question you got first. The floor. Okay. So if you were going to your ultrasounds and doing the whole bit and a doctor told you that your child is going to have some type of deficiency, uh-huh. would you terminate the pregnancy or you would go through with the pregnancy?
1: Well, they can't determine that type of deficiency until between 15 and 35 weeks of gestation
2: and by okay so that's hydrocephalus what about for like down syndrome because they like that's like early detection early early
1: detection okay from what i know because i am not a licensed physician i'm just a woman that has a child i've been pregnant so i can only speak on my experience (laughs) um the early detection part that comes sometimes with age and early detection would be like genetic testing And sometimes you can ask for that or they give you that if there's like a history of certain type of conditions that run in your family. That's why they have a whole bunch of questions. So I don't, I don't, for down syndrome, I'm not sure. I think they don't even check for women that may possibly have kids with down syndrome until they like late thirties or forties.
2: Oh, wow. So like when you're, when you're pregnant you have to ask for these tests
1: for genetic testing yeah unless you over i believe
2: 35 wow mhm oh wow so, and what you're saying with hydrocephalus they don't by the time they could detect hydrocephalus in the in a child or in the fetus it's too late to get an abortion and terminate the pregnancy with
1: hydrocephalus yeah because i mean just like with Unfortunately, Nick Cannon's situation, his son didn't develop hydrocephalus until after he was born. Can
2: you prevent it?
1: There's no preventative or treat I mean, there's a treatment for it depends on the severity, which is basically the shunt, which is a tube inserted surgically into a ventricle to drain excess fluid. Wow. It's just a treatment. I don't believe there's a cure for hydrocephalus.
2: Okay, so in pregnancy, they, by the time they could detect it or when they're able to detect hydrocephalus, after. it's too late to terminate the pregnancy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But in Nick Cannon's case, the child developed it after the child was full term and born. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's crazy. That that's that's really unfortunate. In your case, you found out that your child had what hydrocephalus mm-hmm.
1: during my pregnancy. Because, the yeah, how... the reason why I found out during my pregnancy and it was in my second trimester was because the year I found out I was pregnant, the Zika virus was going around.
2: Zika virus, Zika. correct.
1: Yeah, in 2016. So they when I went to my doctor's protocol like COVID, you know, have you gotten vaccinated, blah, blah, blah.
0: It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up.
1: You have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. During my prenatal testing, they were asking me have I traveled out the country recently. And I was like, yeah, like my son was conceived in Mexico. So.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Mexico's a foreign country. (laughs)
1: but technically i was out the country (laughs) i got flewed out (laughs) out. you silly yeah so that's how i was able to find out about my son having water on the brain and there's no way to treat it while i'm pregnant i had to you know you basically become high risk and once you're high risk then you have to get more doctor's appointments. So instead of like going once a month, you're going like once a week, once every two weeks, because they want to make sure you don't go into premature labor and they want to make sure the baby's head doesn't grow too fast. And then you might have like a stillborn or miscarriage. And that's what I was dealing with. Basically, they gave me um, advice in regards to delivery was they cautioned me. And when you are high risk in pregnancy, you have to see like a counselor after every pregnancy because I guess they're preparing you like you might have a stillborn. Your baby might not survive. And they told me that if you, you automatically go into like NICU and I was right next to the surgery. Like if my baby was born and he wasn't crying or anything like that, he would have automatically had to go to the surgery room. So they prep you for stuff like that.
2: I can imagine that adds a lot of stress to to like the pregnancy, which is not healthy, right? No,
1: it's not. That's why you have to see like the counselors and stuff like and they ask you that during a pregnancy. They ask you, they're like, is the dad involved? Are you guys on good terms? Do you have any support? Do you need to speak to anybody like they do ask you that? But I don't know. During your pregnancy, you don't want to say like, oh, my God, I'm going through this. Not like it's a pride or ego thing, but your pregnancy is supposed to be joy
2: definitely your pregnancy is supposed to be joy and you know you had a lot of support unfortunately you didn't have support of his father No, not at all. which is a whole other episode you're dealing with the stress of you know the father not being around the father being this Absent huge <laughs> celebrity absentee but so there's pressure or there's stress from that and then there's stress of carrying a child that grow up with either grow up or I probably would
1: have never gave birth to you know it was a lot of things like you think about all right you don't want to lose your baby because you don't want to go through the heartache of suffering a miscarriage which in my opinion I feel a miscarriage is way more hurtful and painful than an abortion because you have hopes of like seeing your child you know you hear your baby's heartbeat you you just think about your future with your child so those are things you think about And then being high risk, you're like, on bed rest. And then once you're high risk, you really can't even work like that.
2: Nick Cannon said that he noticed that his son had like a cough. Yeah, the nasal. A different cough in Mm him.
1: He said he thought it was getting treated for like a a nasal infection or something. Ear, ear, nose, and throat. That's basically what it is when kids are babies. Ear, nose, and throat doctors.
2: And then he said that the son had a big head. (laughs) He thought it was... And this is, I'm quoting Nick Cannon. He said, he you know, he had a big head, head a he canon can head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and the the big head, the oversized head is because of the fluids in the head. Say the child would have survived this or any child. Do uh, do they have like a condition? Uh, are they, you know, what's the word we're using now? Autistic or like what, what's the lasting effects of hydrocephalus treated i
1: mean even when it's treated it could lead to developmental physical and intellectual impairments not all the time though not all the time every case is different But it's a possibility it's a very big possibility
2: it's so interesting because And shout out to Nick Cannon and Alyssa for for sharing this. Shout out to you for for sharing this too as well. for showing
1: bravery and speaking on behalf of a a, a present father. Like, he's a present father. So, I'm sure he'll change shoes with anybody, you know? Like, to have his child back. He's a present father.
2: Right, right, right. This is another celebrity with a child who has this condition, hydrocephalus. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's bringing awareness, research, money, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So hopefully, you know, that community with the research of hydrocephalus, you know, can definitely, you know, because when they bring awareness, people throw money at these causes or at these foundations, which allows the medical community to dig in and research and focus on whatever they need to focus on, and who knows? Probably in a few years, you know, five, six years in our lifetime, or after our lifetime, they'll be able to find like a cure or some type of preventative measures for hydrocephalus. Because I can imagine being a parent, an active parent, an active father, and holding your child, and then your child is not with us anymore because yeah, of empty.
1: like a, a missing tooth, a PCU dies. You don't get over that hurt ever and also chiari it's arnold chiari it's a mouth uh it's another form of like water on the brain because it's not just hydrocephalus there's other forms of water on the brain but that can also cause pressure on the brain and produce hydrocephalus which is due to the excess cerebral spinal fluid i believe that's what it's called and that also can cause a wide variety of symptoms arnold chiari mouth Formation can cause hydrocephalus. That's exactly what it was.
2: And spell that for us.
1: A r n o l d. That's one word. Chiari. C h i a r i. And then mouth formation. M a l f o r m a t i o n.
2: Are we allowed to ask about the condition of or the any update on your son Zohar?
1: Well, Zohar, right now he also got diagnosed with autism. But that was after I gave birth. So we deal with that as well. And he has his language coming in, which is great.
2: And he be on those roller coasters and shit. So ain't nothing wrong with that boy no more. <laughs> he's,
1: he's still a kid. And that's, I think that's what makes people so excited when they see him and meet him because he's developing, like he's, his progress. I I was very hard on right. my son, like being his therapist during COVID, you become everything.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You definitely, I mean, you're hands on, you're his parent, you're his only parent. Obviously yeah, it's a job for two
1: done by one. And people always like, you know, girls do it all the time. Yeah. Females do do it all the time, but it's a little different. When you wake up in the morning, you turn on the radio and you hear DJ envy from the breakfast club promoting his car show and it's like flow rider like that doesn't happen to the average mom taking their kid to school
2: yeah that's i mean every time i see him Is it, on it? tv or on the blogs <laughs> with the kids i'm just like how's he doing this with everybody else's kids but his own but his own <laughs> you know um and that's a whole those are legal issues i don't want them to, to <laughs> sue me and get her shut down or whatever. It's a matter but, of opinion. You know,
1: That's what you can say. It's a matter of opinion oh, from Sean. It's a matter of opinion. Yes.
2: But you know what, Alexis, you've been an amazing mother. You've been an amazing friend. You've been hands-on. You've been front and center with Zohar. And Zohar wouldn't have had the progress without you, without the support well without the extra hours you put in if you, you know don't advocate I mean? you easily... for your
1: son who else is going to advocate for your child like you have everything right. working against you when you just want a clear passage for your child you have no choice but to go harder
2: right and you're doing it you're doing an amazing job again you're doing an amazing job especially with the pressure not I, I wouldn't even call it pressure but just the stress of like you say turning on the radio getting on Instagram, seeing on TV. It's like, wow, I'm doing this by myself. Why this nigga's out here tootsie rolling on yachts with Ashanti.
1: (laughs) Yeah, her bro, his sister, bro, sister, whatever they got. Incest, I guess.
2: (laughs) Thank God with the progress though uh, of Zohar. And again, shout out to Nick Cannon and Alyssa. We're definitely going to keep you in our prayers. Rest in peace then. Well, what, what Nick Cannon the-
1: did do as a black father, I liked and respect the fact that he was open and honest.
2: And very vulnerable. No, and not just so- that.
1: He tapped into therapists. And honestly, in my opinion, Flo Rida needs to contact Nick Cannon, therapist. And it was Dr. Laura Berman and David Kessler, because I think it's deeper than just child support, like something is too much hate in your heart towards a child that's innocent. So I like the fact that Nick Cannon was open about seeking therapy with everything that's going on in his life.
2: But you know what? Even seeing a man like Nick Cannon, a figure like Nick Cannon, a black man at that, so vulnerable, you know what I mean? Crying on.
1: Well, I think he's a big, he's a, he's a good, healthy advocate for mental health. Just like Mike Epps. I think Mike Epps posts so hard. Like, i think i believe mike epps
2: oh mike epps did post everybody uh, always sends
1: me from day one so shout out to mike epps he's been team zohar since day one from what i hear and i find that very dope because the industry has a lot of clowns enabling toxic behavior towards an innocent child so yeah shout out to mike epps like i always hear about mike epps team zohar I don't know if it's true or not. I haven't seen it, but I keep hearing that. I oh, have... no, I it. I don't know. I've
2: seen it. I've seen it.
1: Okay. Because I don't have Facebook. A friend of mine from Florida sent it to me a while ago, and then I heard about it again. And I was like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> Zohar does have support. You know, like he did um, a photo shoot for Your Mom Cares, and Alicia Key's mom was there. Um, Adam Levine's mom was there. You know, they love Zohar. Zohar does have his little Hollywood mom support.
2: That's dope. That's dope. Zohar is a. A cute kid, so he's easy to love and easy to be around. and,
1: and That's funny, right? When people are um, like, I Googled his son. He's so adorable. I'm like, what y'all thought he was going to look like? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me started. <laughs> and Alexis, what advice do you have for a, a parent, a single a single mother at that, raising a special needs child? What helps you?
1: What helps me is Zohar School, honestly, they have the biggest support system. And what is great about that and what people probably don't know is like single moms have twice the risk of suicide when they are a special needs parent because of like the lack of support, the lack of understanding, the lack of resources. Like people think like, Oh, you have a special needs child. You automatically get funded or help from the government. That's not necessarily
2: true. And, and you know, people always think that like, Financial support Like, people just is, throwing money. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, of course, financial support is a big deal. I mean, CV Wonder could tell you that. But, like, the emotional support mm-hmm. and the mental support, you know, and, you know, the support of having a, a parent, an active parent. Yeah, that. So, I, you know, again... I'm learning now,
1: like, I, first of all, ha- being a special needs parent, it's its own community, you're in your right. own little world, like you're in your own little community. So they I know there's like, well, I don't have Facebook, but I know other parents tell me, they're like, oh, why don't you join a support group? Why don't you join um, Facebook? Why don't you join just like special need groups? And I wouldn't mind doing that. But then sometimes I feel like people can be judgmental if they figure out who my son belongs to. And it's like, well, why is she in a right. support group? You know, this guy talks about his Bugattis and sh- she doesn't need that help. When it's like, mm, you just really have no
2: fucking idea. So you don't want no extra internet because extra internet means reading extra comments of people who don't know what's going on. Yeah, you have to be you. very
1: specific with your inspiration and and resources for parents and families of children with special needs. Like, You do. You have to be picky, like picking
2: your fruit, picking your vegetables. Alexis, what do our listeners need to do ASAP?
1: I would encourage every woman to always get genetic testing. And honestly, when your kids have your intuition knows when your kid is wrong. I mean, when something's wrong with your kid. Oh, ask the pediatrician and sometimes pediatricians, like even with Zohar, with the autism, some people were very dismissive, like, "Oh, he's a boy, he's developing slower and blah blah blah, but I knew like the eye contact, a little delayed with walking. it just it was a lot that came with him. So I couldn't early detect autism.
2: So you would suggest that our listeners who are pregnant expecting genetic testing. is that correct? Yes
1: genetic test, early genetic testing.
2: Where can our listeners find you at on social media? At byby.aia. I'm going to have that information in the description of this episode. And again, if you are a first-time listener, make sure you follow, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Apple listeners, please write a review, five-star review. See you guys on the next one
0: matchonmatch.com is a black-owned online micro marketplace that offers maximum exposure dedicated to black and brown creatives, content creators, and entrepreneurs alike. Need help with a product launch, website, or designing match? Email us at info@matchonmatch.com merch or click the link in the description of this episode. And for ASAP listeners, we are offering free shipping with code ASAP at checkout.